I wanted to return to a topic that I recently discussed on this podcast um, regarding Cura Leaf and the fact that they have a history, uh, as well as other cultivators, um, they have a history of lobbying against home growing. Um, I believe they've recently done it in New Jersey. They definitely did it in New York. Um, I'm actually not sure if Cura Leaf did it in um, Illinois, but I know that some of the other names that I mentioned, um, in the former podcast did. So, um, just to sort a few things, if you look at their site, cite a few things, rather, if you look into the New York medical cannabis industry association, the organization's current board includes leadership from the state limited dispensary license holders in New York, including Columbia care, Cresco, Cura Leaf, GTI, uh, Pharmacan and a few others. Um, so that's that's kind of like something that you can look towards like if you just want to see it on paper like um they literally sent a 29 page memo to andrew cuomo and one of the things that um they cited as being a problem was home grow now i kind of posted just a generic statement on my instagram saying that just hey friendly reminder that cresco cure leaf columbia care GTI, Pharmacan, and Verano slash Ataraxia all have a history of lobbying against HomeGrow. And they actually responded um, to one of the posts that I made on social media. <clears throat> if you want to see it in raw text, because I'm a horrible reader, you can go to our Instagram at Chillinois Podcast. I actually just published the raw text if you want to see it, but I'm going to read it again for those who didn't hear the original podcast. So again, I just kind of made a blanket statement. Hey, reminder, um, these companies have lobbied against home grow. I mentioned Cure Relief. Cure Relief reached out to me and said, to be clear, or it was a, an account that claimed to be Cure Relief. I need to be very clear about that. Um, I have, I, you know, coincidentally, Cure Relief's marketing manager just followed me the other day. So I don't know. I think they've got, they're, they're actually, you know, contacting me, but this account, it wasn't like an email. It was a Reddit account that, has several times claimed to be um, speaking on behalf of Cure Leaf. So I wanted to be very clear about that. Um, anyways, the thing that they said was to be to be clear, Cure Leaf does not support banning home grow. The company supports legislation that limits the number of plants which can be grown for personal consumption. We believe that statutes and regulations limiting the capacity for homegrown cannabis will protect consumers from unregulated and untested products entering the commercialized market because we believe an unregulated supply chain could be harmful to consumers. We believe that the safest way for the cannabis industry to evolve is through a highly regulated marketplace that ensures products adhere to appropriate testing and consumer safety standards and is sold responsibly to adults 21 years of age or older, right? That was their response. <clears throat> I just wanted to follow up because, um, you know, I kind of shared my, I shared what I got with the rest of you and I wanted to share an interesting response, um, that I received, which I think puts it, uh, much better than I did actually. Um, they kind of restate a few things that I do. Um, but let me just let me just read it. It's a user on Reddit that commented and said, so they want to so they say they want to limit the number of plants for home grow because they are afraid of untested homegrown cannabis ending up in the commercial market. 
Let's set aside the fact that Illinois seed to sale system makes that highly unlikely to say the least. I say impossible. That That's me. That's branching off from what they said. Um, but anyways, they to, re, to return to their comment, they said, let's set aside the fact that we don't have a problem uh, with a bunch of homebrewed beer ending up on store shelves. Store shelves. Sorry, I can't speak. Let's set aside the fact that I can set up a farmer's market set up at a farmer's market and sell tomatoes or corn or whatever I want, selling food to people with no testing standards standards. Let's set all of that. Let's set all of that aside. At the end of the day, Curaleaf still supports criminal punishment for growing weed at your house. And that's all that really matters. They still want to put people in handcuffs or ran through the criminal justice system for growing a plant. And as this person says, our plant. As far as I'm concerned, anyone benefiting from legalization should not support punishing people for growing this plant, period, full stop. That just so well said. And then just to read the rest of their comment, out of deference for all the clandestine growers who kept the dream of legal cannabis alive in our hearts over all those years by keeping us supplies, keeping us supplied over pure principle, fuck them and fuck their reasons. I don't you know fuck them yeah i mean i I guess i can agree with that i usually i try not to go that (laughs) whatever we'll just be raw right fuck them um but i i just thought that was important to bring up because it's it's so true and that's really the point of what i tried to bring up you know if you want to read um illinois cannabis penalties they're actually pretty harsh with regard to cultivation sure there's flexibility with the medical cannabis card but Google Illinois laws and penalties, normal, N-O-R-M-L, like I told you guys last time, and look at the cultivation section. I'm looking at it right now. If you have five plants or less as a registered medical cannabis patient, there's no penalty at all. It's completely legal. If you have five plants or less and you don't have a medical cannabis card, it's a violation that can be cited for $200. Now, I want to address this really quick because people have misinterpreted this as yeah I can grow and if I get caught I just have to pay $200 um, we don't know that that's true yet I don't know that that's true yet rather um, and actually I've heard a lot of people that think that the opposite is going to be true um, and let's not you don't want to sort set court precedent and by that I mean um, what a lot of legal experts expect it would happen if you were growing five plants or less for personal use without a medical cannabis card. Yes, you'll get a $200 citation, but let's say you were growing five plants, right? And if, if you know what you're doing at all, five plants is definitely going to yield more than 30 grams, which, if you don't have a medical cannabis card, is your possession limit. If you look at the rules on Illinois Normal, more than 30 to 100 30 to 100 grams is a misdemeanor on the first offense on the second offense it's a felony if you have more than 100 grams which if you're growing five plants and you know what you're doing you're going to you're going to I, i'm just saying you're going to have more than 100 grams laying around um that's a felony so i don't i wouldn't bank on it just being a $200 citation I would bank on them trying to get you with possession as well. Which leads me to my next point. More than 5 to 20 plants is a felony. Bottom line. Doesn't matter if you have a medical card. Doesn't matter if you don't. If you're growing more than 5 plants, and actually the way the law reads, like I said last time, I do believe is 
five plants over five inches. So if you have six plants over five inches, you're in felony territory. And that there's no there's no ramp up from what I see on that. That's your first offense. If they come to your house and you have seven plants growing, that's a felony with minimum time, uh, with incarceration time rather of one to three years, and a maximum fine of twenty five thousand dollars. So, yeah. And uh, these companies, most of these companies that operate in the state lobbied for this. They lobbied for this as a concession, actually, because early drafts of the bill were actually pretty pretty progressive, and they were they did allow for everybody to cultivate cannabis. And one of the concessions that uh, ended up being made is, you know, because there were concerns of diversion and um, untested product and, and everything, all this bullshit that Kira Leaf has said, um, they said, you know, only medical cannabis patients should be able to grow uh, in only five plants. And, and even that, they thought there were, they thought that there were going to be problems with it, you know, but it was the concession, right? So it's, it's what we got. Um, but that doesn't mean it's right. And obviously it's not and um yeah so i just wanted to bring this to everybody's attention because um super important to know your rights and to know what kind of trouble you're looking at if you um <laughs> pop an extra seed in the soil isn't that crazy you just put another seed in the soil and apparently you're a, that 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 qualifies you for a felony and up to 1 to 3 years of prison and 2500 dollars Ain't that America? <clears throat> All right, let's take a hit for our fallen brothers and sisters that have gotten uh, locked up due to cannabis cultivation. It's a fucking plant. Like, if you can grow tomatoes, you can grow weed. It's really not that complicated. It's really not. It's just, let's just keep it simple. It's really not that complicated. Well, all right, let's move on to our next topic. Um, we're going to be stepping away from the mic for uh, the foreseeable future. We've got some recorded conversations that we're going to be releasing um, on some really important topics, including um, cannabis remediation, which is something that I want you guys in the meantime to all look into. Um, it's something that's becoming more and more common, especially here in the state of Illinois. Um just to give you a little background, irradiation is a popular form of cannabis remediation. You might have seen me say this on social media this morning. The United States first approved irradiation for food products in 1958. However, Canada doesn't allow the sale of irradiated foods with the exception of potatoes, onions, wheat, spices, and now cannabis. Um, and, and from what I hear in Canada, it's also... Um, pretty prevalent to uh, remediate cannabis, specifically irradiate it. There's a few different methodologies of remediation, if you haven't heard of it. Um, I'm not actually very knowledgeable on it. I've, I'm trying to learn more, and um, some of the conversations we'll release are my journey of learning more and, and an effort to teach you more, right? That's what this is all about. So, um we're going to be having some experts uh, of the field, and, and really what we're going to be talking about is the fact that they're doing a lot of this stuff, and, and they don't really know 
um, the ramifications in my opinion. Sure, they're ta they're passing the tests, the barometric tests for what they're being tested for, right? Which is uh, in most cases, you know, potency, right? We usually see the THC potency listed. Um, in certain cases, we see terpene content, but at a minimum, you want a safe, regulated product, right? Which is which is Curaleaf's argument. It's just funny that we're not going to go back there. Anyways, <laughs> you want a safe, regulated product that's tested for um, residual solvents, metals, mold, mycotoxins, pesticides, um, and more. Um, but what you may not have known is that if a cannabis company submits a sample that tests um, hot for any of those things, and there are, you know, what I'm, I guess I'm trying to say is they're allotted a few different chances to retest. And so what they'll do is they'll quote unquote remedy their product. So they, you know, submit sample A, it fails for mold. Um, so they throw it in the irradiation machine and fucking microwave that shit and then submit another sample. And I'm being crude with my language for a, for a reason. Um, I want to be clear that I might be exaggerating a bit. Um, but not really, you know, from what I'm led to believe and what I'm learning is that this shit's pretty crazy. More people need to know about it. And that's ultimately why I'm trying to bring it up. I want you guys to do your own research, you know, and try to come to your own conclusions. I'm going to be, um, releasing conversations that I've done with people that I consider to be more subject matter experts than I have. They've written papers and done research on the topic. Um, so, you know, uh, I want you guys to be able to come in and listen to that conversation uh, from an informed perspective. And, of course, we'll offer you the ability to provide feedback so that we can steer the conversation in the way that you'd like it to go um, and hopefully allow you to learn the most, right? Because I want this whole thing to be beneficial to our listeners. So, um feel like that's all I had to say let me make sure here yeah so we're gonna be uh, stepping away from the mic so it, uh, just to you know try to get in the way of any of our listeners feeling disconnected um, I wanted to give you a few different opportunities to connect with us and others so you can find us on social media on Instagram at Chillinois Podcast, on Twitter at Chillinois State. You can find our Reddit, um, our subreddit. It's r slash iltrees. Just go to chillinois.net slash Reddit. That'll get you there. And that'll get you connected with 13,000 other subscribers, aka cannabis consumers in the state of Illinois, that's right, 13,000 people at this point, um, it's a large booming community with a lot of great conversation and uh, wisdom, you know, all that good stuff, so I wanted to say that uh, because, uh, yeah, I don't want anybody to feel lonely, I want people to still get some good information, and if you weren't aware of those things, then Hopefully that makes you feel more connected to, to something or somebody or a group. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. 
So, all right. Well, uh, we'll see. We will see it in the future. You will hear from us in the future. We're not. We're not done. Just to be clear, we're just stepping away. We need a break. Right? It's good to have boundaries, right? So, in light of that, that was me taking a hit off my bull. Cheers, Illinois. Cheers, Illinois. I meant to say. And uh, we'll. You'll hear from us in the future. Until then, you take care of yourselves. All right? Take care of yourselves.